everyone, it's Megan with Sawgrass, and you're listening to Inc. Differently, our business podcast. I'm joined today by Sabine from Chameleon Cuttables. Sabine, thanks so much for joining me. Hi, Megan. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to get to chat. I'm so glad. So you're different from uh, most other guests we've had on the podcast. You know, we, as I've said, this is a business podcast. We try to focus on people who have had successful sublimation businesses. But now we're branching out a little bit because you are not specific to sublimation. You are a designer. Yes, that's correct. Uh, I'm the owner of Chameleon Cuttables, and I create designs for crafters. Amazing. So what makes you especially unique is that your designs are going into Creative Studio now. Uh, We are doing uh, a new promotion. We have amazing designers such as yourself who are putting designs into Creative Studio under their own names um, as part of our premium package that people, if they're a premium member, they will have complete access to your designs to be able to use uh, with sublimation. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. And it's, uh, I think it's pretty amazing. I don't know if you're going to talk some more about this, how, you know, the end users actually using the sublimation designs, or, but I'm super thrilled about it. We're thrilled about it, too. So I do want to back up a little bit and, and talk a little bit about Chameleon Cuttables. So how long has Chameleon Cuttables been around? Uh, actually, so Chameleon Cuttables, the company, only has been around for a few years. But, I mean, the idea of it or, like, the passion behind it goes way back. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's pretty much a, t- a childhood dream. It oh, sounds no. cheesy, but... No, I <laughs> love know, hearing that. <laughs> when I was a kid, all I cared about was drawing and crafting. I, I mean, that was just my thing, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I actually recall the moment when I knew I wanted to be a designer. Um, I was probably about six years old. I was in my uh, parents' store. They had like a mom-and-pop general store. Uh-huh. And my mom was putting out merchandise to... Um, on display, and there was this box of silverware. <laughs> and, I mean, it was super fancy, made of real silver, oh, wow. and it had those amazing, gorgeous, golden floral ornaments on on the handles. And I was like, I mean, I was just a kid, but I was so mesmerized by those ornaments. Wow. I was like, oh my goodness, I couldn't stop looking at them. I was like, when I'm grown up, Me too. I am going to design something like that that's going to make everyday life so much prettier and it's going to bring joy to people. I just, I I remember that. that. I love that. I I love, you said it perfectly. That's going to make everyday life prettier. That's Yeah, it was just a little thing like silverware, but really, it just made me so happy to look at it. It was like, I want to do that. So really, that's, I set my path on, I want to be be a designer so actually I went to college for graphic design and you know as soon as I graduated I uh, uh, started working at a graphic design company and there I did like logos and magazines and ads and websites pretty much everything in between two and um, I really did enjoy that I liked my job but I felt like something was missing and uh, when I thought about it I realized I haven't really crafted 
you know, I haven't really created anything in years. The only thing I did was, you know, uh, design on the computer, you know, mm -hmm. that, that was it, just digital. So um, back then a friend of mine, she had a Silhouette camel, Cameo, and she said, you should get one. It's awesome, right? So I got a machine, and I started crafting, and it was like the floodgates open. I mean, I couldn't stop crafting. Amazing. <laughs> and I realized... Yeah, I realized I'm not just a designer. I'm also a crafter. I need both together, you know, to that's feel complete great. and happy. And that's uh, pretty much how Chameleon Cuttable started. Because, you know, I started making designs for the machine so I could craft with it, mm -hmm. right, and create something. But I also wanted to share the designs with other people because, like I said, I wanted other people to experience that joy, you know, make their everyday life a little bit more beautiful you know and that's how it started it just happened it was not you know I was like okay this is what I'm gonna do it just it just happened so yeah that is fantastic I really like how you said it started when you were young because um, a lot of people yeah. you know this is a business podcast and even though your business is slightly different than the average person that we're talking to it's still that idea of wanting to be your own boss and having a dream and taking something that's been a passion for you, you your entire life and turning it into something that not only makes you happy, but that you can monetize. Um, and it's great yes. that you've done that and you knew you wanted to do that from a young age. Yeah. So, and I also love that you are a crafter at heart um, because I, I'm assuming does that help you when it comes to making your designs? Because I'm sure that there's an idea of, okay, I've made this design, now what can it go on? Exactly. I mean, that's really, as I design, I already think of um, what, what am I and other people going to use it for? What, you know, it's just the tiniest stuff, like, is it going to be horizontal? Is it going to be vertical? Is it, you know, just, I'm already thinking ahead. What what would I love to use it on? What are other people going to use it for? It's, yeah, it's definitely um, not just a design. It's actually I already think ahead. And I can completely relate to that. Now that I'm, I would never call myself a designer, but I do a lot of the, the, the Facebook lives and videos for Sawgrass. And every time that I'm looking at any of the designs we have in our creative studio, my first thing is, okay, what would I use this on? What would I use that on? And then when I'm crafting my Facebook lives and, re and taking these designs and changing them up to make something unique, I'm thinking, okay, so I've made this design, now where does it go? I feel like when it comes to crafting, you have to think of both the design and the substrate in tandem. You can't think of one without the other. That's right, yeah, that's, that's correct. So we're, we're talking designs, and you being um, a designer, what would you say are the popular design trends right now? You know, we're at the beginning of 2021. We have a lot of year left. What are you thinking that people are going to start seeing as the year goes on? Oh, that's a tough one because <laughs> there's always trends from last year, even the year before that are still going on. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you, you got the gnomes and the, you know. <laughs> gnomes <laughs> yeah, are some... big. They are. Yeah, but, you know, like, I don't know. As a designer, it's like you are already always ahead of time 
okay. you don't like I get oh, I honestly I get tired of my own stuff you know? <laughs> <laughs> something that I was super excited about like a year or two ago that is you know trendy right now I'm already like oh I'm so over it <laughs> so how do you how do you know the trends that far in advance it's I, honestly I don't I I always try to I wonder myself you know how things get you're <laughs> just a trendsetter I have been um, blessed enough that my uh, this, for some reason like really some of my designs became trendsetting designs that I made like probably a year or two before they actually became very popular and wow. I yeah it's and I honestly don't know why I mean I do I spend a lot of time I guess I'm like a sponge I love soak it. up everything from I love fashion for example I'm all into fashion and I love this like um uh, designing my house you know with beautiful furniture and and fabrics so I guess I soak up everything coming in that I just turn it into my own thing and I honestly, I'm not good at predicting um, trends. I, I just do my thing. And luckily, usually it turns out to be something that people like. <laughs> that is fantastic. So as a designer, um, a lot of people might be wondering, how exactly do you go about selling your designs? I mean, are you working with specific brands? Are you opening up some Etsy shop where people are buying designs one at a time? How exactly does it work selling your own designs? Okay, so I do have an Etsy shop that is very popular. It seems like people love Etsy because they, they get, you know, everything I love they Etsy. want on there, like the crafters, you know, it's a crafter spot. So I have my own website too, but um, yeah, I work with... Uh, different bloggers too and different companies for example um uh sparkleberry is we love one of sparkleberry my favorite here. companies you we know? love sparkleberry and yeah i get to you know branch out and i enjoy that i love new new things to try and just yeah, not just do one thing, but, you know, try different things like, like you know, like they were Sparkleberry, tried some patterns, and now Sawgrass. It's, I'm super excited about it because I can just try something new, and I love it. So how much do you work with sublimation? Um, are you finding that most of your designs go toward more of, like, vinyl, or are you seeing an uptick in sublimation use? So, yeah, I, you know, I mainly still do uh, cut files for vinyl, but um, about a year ago or so, maybe longer, I started offering sublimation designs because, you know, I got myself a sawgrass printer uh, <laughs> back then, and I was, like, so excited about it. And, you know, when I make stuff for myself, like I said, I want to share it with other people. So I started offering sublimation designs, and I can actually tell that uh, they sell more and more. It's definitely getting very popular, yeah. So can we? Can you give us a sneak peek? Um, tell us what type of designs people are going to be seeing in Creative Studio. Are you able to do that? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so 
the designs, I uh, first of all, let me say, I'm super excited about them because they're special. They're different to what I, really, they are special. They're different to what I usually offer because, first of all, the um, sublimation designs are going to be more colorful, meaning, yeah, you know, with like regular cut files and stuff, you only can do like, let's say four or five colors because you have to cut each color separately and then layer it. And nobody wants to layer like a 10, you know, color no. design. It's just, <laughs> no. <laughs> and that's just, you know, with sublimation designs, it's, yeah, you don't have a limit there. You can just express yourself. It's, I love that part about it, so. That's really interesting. I, I never thought of as a designer, having to potentially limit yourself when it comes to creating oh, vinyl yeah. uh -huh. because of the layering. So this must be complete freedom for you. It is. It, it's, yeah, it's amazing. I love it. And also with the details, you know, sublimation designs can be so much more detailed because, you know, cutting machines have their limits. They can only cut so small or details, you know, but you don't have that with sublimation designs. So I can actually draw more and draw more detailed and uh, don't have to worry about, you know, it being, you know, used on a cutting machine and that because a sublimation printer can do so much more, you know? I never thought about that. That is that I'm excited for you just thinking of that because I'm sure <laughs> your, your creativity is off the charts at this point. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I enjoy it so much and hopefully you can see that in the designs I've created. And another thing that, like, I'm super excited about is that the end user and Creative Studio can customize it. Like, they can change. I mean, how cool is that? They can change the colors. <laughs> they can rearrange. They can even add or change the text on it. I mean, that's just, like, you know, you can't, <laughs> you can't get that anywhere else. And for me, that's super, it's new. And I had to actually rethink how I design with those new possibilities and it was a you know it was different for me at first but now i just uh, i'm super excited about it especially yeah knowing people can make it their own you know they can make it their own design and i i, I love that so that 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 is such a great point and something that i am curious about so as a designer you are okay with people changing your design you you encourage it yes um, because it's made, the creative studio is made for that, you know? So people, cause I know everybody has it inside of them. They want to make their own thing, you know, be, be unique because everybody should be unique, you know? And cause I think this is where you become successful. If you, cause if I was doing what everybody else was doing back then, I would have never been able to stand out. So I'm thinking the more unique you can be, the more you can make something your own and stand out, the better, you know? You, you got some should. great sayings here. I love that. Making life beautiful, be unique and stand out. I mean, you um, have such encouraging uh, sayings that apply to designing and owning a business. So I, I, I love all the things that you're saying. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's because, you know, I really root for the small businesses because, uh, you know, I'm one too and I just want everybody to succeed. And I just, 
you know, that's just from experience. I know you will do much better when you do your own thing and stand out. That's fantastic. So when it comes to um, working with crafting and selling your items, can you talk about the importance of having a good design and the right font to sell what you, what item you're working with? Well, I think it's uh, it's super important. Like, I mean, I can tell my customers give me a lot of feedback, and it really, really matters. Um, it's it might be the tiniest detail, like you said, a font, or that, and it makes such a big difference. People may not be able to tell, like the you know somebody's just going to pass by, let's say, a sign or, you know, a, a shirt or something, and they cannot tell what makes it special, what makes it perfect. It's just, but, you know, if everything goes together the way it's supposed to, like you said, font and the graphic and the colors and everything, it's just, it makes it perfect, it makes it great. And if one thing is missing it's not going to be as great, you know, but most people cannot tell, oh, this is perfect because the color or this is, you know, they just feel it. People usually feel, you know, they see something, they're like, oh, I love it. You know, you're, you, you're absolutely right. So as a designer, how do you know personally when your design is done and ready to go? Like at what point do you look at it and go, no more changes. This is it. <laughs> That's a <laughs> tough question. The thing, like I usually, I mean, I work, I do a basic design and then I really, I rearrange it like a million times <laughs> and change it up. And then I look at it again and I'm like, and it's just for me, I'm, per, I'm a perfectionist though. So <laughs> I, you know, like the tiniest, oh, a tiny bit more to the left. And, and then, <laughs> a tiny bit more up and <laughs> it's and honestly you just look at it and it's just a feeling like me too I get a feeling it's and I cannot even tell you what you know what sparks it but then I'm like oh this is it I feel happy with it I look at it and I feel happy you know that I guess the joy I felt as a kid we're like oh this fits perfectly you know so <laughs> well it's trusting your gut I mean that's it sounds yeah, like that's yeah. exactly you just gotta trust your gut yeah, it's exactly. done. yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness that's I, I do want to ask you about fonts because um as you know when it comes to premium membership of creative studio you have the ability to upload your own fonts and then creative studio has hundreds of pre-loaded fonts um mm -hmm. can you talk about how a font has a certain way of being able to express what you're trying to say in a design and the importance oh, of yeah. it oh yeah so for me fonts are like pretty like as important as the graphic and you always want to match your font to either what you're trying to say or to the graphic meaning let's say I have a playful graphic or I want to say something fun I would definitely use a script font or a playful font right you don't want to you know it, it really you should re always try to match your font to 
what do you want to express? Do you want to be cool? You know, do you want to have like this, you know, <laughs> or do you want to be elegant? You use this elegant script. You, and you always want to match that. You cannot, because uh, I actually see that a lot, some designs out there that are just mismatched. And that's like one of the things that just makes people go, oh, for some reason, this is not perfect. They cannot tell what it is. But so the font is very, very, very important. And uh, yeah, because you can express yourself of what you're trying to say by using a certain font. You're so right. There's so many times where I've designed and I thought to myself, what's wrong? It's, it's just not right. It's just not right. And it's because, mm-hmm. and I realized this, I haven't picked the right font yet. Yeah. And you have to uh-huh. go through and go through. You're like, I, I know the font is there. It just, I haven't found the one yet that describes what I want. And then once you find that perfect font, uh-huh. it's it makes the design complete. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> so when it comes to designing for a creative studio, um, and as you, you, you touched upon the personalization of sublimation and creative studio, um, as people know, you can put your own photos into creative studio and into your designs as a designer how do you design around the idea of somebody's picture could go with this design so that was actually really new to me because you know i have never done something like that before so at first my brain was like what (laughs) (laughs) but as soon as you you know imagine like I actually took a picture of you know my family and put it in the design when I started my first one and it makes you realize oh people gonna you know and it makes you realize how personal this is going to be how happy there's gonna be a picture of a child in there or you know it just opens up so much more creativity actually you know I started you know I I started yeah, to create around the picture, actually. And it's even brings me more joy making something like that with a, you know, where I know somebody's going to put a picture of their loved one in there, you know? And it's just, yeah, it makes me want to make it even more perfect, you know? That is, that is very, I want to say, like, meta of you, uh, putting, <laughs> putting your own picture in there and then designing around it. That is such a great way to kind of, do that workflow and I think that's great advice for anybody who's making their own designs for sublimation uh-huh. um, oh, yeah, yeah. to put yourself in those shoes in your customer's shoes more or less when you're designing mm-hmm. so by the time your end product is done it feels right yeah <laughs> so I'm I, I have just a few more so what advice do you have to somebody who is opening up their own small business, specifically in the customization and personalization, um, you know, market where they're creating their own designs? Okay, so you talking somebody who is, um, let's say, opening up a shirt business or yep, shirt, mugs, mouse pads, you know. Anything okay. that comes to sublimation, and they're, they're okay. selling their own items and designs. So, first thing is, I think you should find a niche. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. I think if you just say, okay, I'm going to, you know, open a short business or mug business or just general, you know, are you going to have a hard time standing out? So, I, I think you should start with 
what do I truly love? Like, what is my passion? Let's say I love the beach. That's just me, you know, for example. So a lot of my designs are beach related, right? Um, so let's say, yeah, let's say beach is your thing. So try to build a brand around that, you know, make things for other people who also love the beach and, you know, do just try to find something that's, stands out, you know, that is not just, you know, and then make it your own. What is your spin on it? You know, um, are you a funny person? You know, then make some funny stuff. It really, it just try to show yourself because I still believe people buy from people. And if you, you know, show who you are, uh, people can relate to you and show that in your designs, in your merchandise, just show who you are so people can connect to you and that's always i think easier when you have a special like um theme that are you you're really passionate about but you really have to you cannot pretend because it's not going to work out if you, you know <laughs> that's fantastic advice um thank you for that so i'm going to give you a moment now to um share any social media information to people, you know, where people can find you on social media, what your website is. Um, I'll give you the floor to, to let people know where they can find Sabine. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. All right. So I do have my own websites, uh, w- website. It's camilleincardibles.com. And I also have a web, uh, Etsy page. You, it's linked on my website, but you can, if you Google it, it will pop up. <laughs> And you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram. Just type in Chameleon Cuttables. And yeah, I'd be super excited if I can get some followers. Because like I said, I'm a craft geek too, you know. And I always love to try new things. And I love to share that with other people. And yeah, I enjoy that. And I want other people to, you know, see that. And I love getting feedback, you know. It's just, it makes me so happy when people reach out to me and be like, hey, look what I made with your design. You know, it just really, it makes my day when I get pictures like that. I'm like, oh, this is my childhood dream come true, you know? So people, if if you use uh, Chameleon Cuttable Designs in Creative Studio, uh, please post a picture on Facebook or Instagram. Oh, tag yes, Chameleon yes. Cuttables in it um, so we can take a look at what you're making. We, we would love to see it. Sabine. Oh, yes, that'd be wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, everybody, again, uh, if you want access to Chameleon Cuttables Designs and Creative Studio, it is part of our premium membership package. Sabine, thank you so much for joining me. Thank uh, you, Megan. Thank you. Um, if you or someone that you know would like to be featured on the podcast, you can send us an email at marketing um, at sawgrassinc.com. That's marketing at sawgrassinc. Thank you all so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Bye.